Ran- oh, welcome everybody <laughs> to Random Draw Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Daniel Mann. I am here as always with Mark Belial. Howdy, y'all. And Dave, and Dave Hubbard. <laughs> That's me. Been playing too much of that Red Dead, Mark? Oh, Red Dead. Oh, man, what a great oh my gosh. game. Oh, so so good. Well, let's talk about Red Dead for a second. Oh, we're just going to dive yeah, right into yeah, Red why Dead? Not? It's a popular thing. It, yeah, $725 million popular. Yeah. That is a lot of money. Zero of my dollars. 60 of mine for sure. <laughs> yeah, another 60 of mine. I would have given them more. After playing it, I would have given them more money. You played the first one, Dave, Red Dead yeah, yeah, Redemption yeah. 1. Like what, two and a half years late? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say, Way after it already came out. Fun fact, you actually played that before I played it because you Did guys, I? yeah, you guys spoiled that, the ending for me on yeah. Reds Are Amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't hit the pause button fast enough. But <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. So it is the sequel to Red Red. Red Red Red. <laughs> Red Red Redemption. Red Dead Redemption uh, from Rockstar Games. It just came out and it is it is amazing. It, Fantastic. Yeah. I don't really know what to say about it, what you can say about it without spoiling it. You're in this one. In it's, the a fir- western. it's a western. It's a western. So they're it's set in the West, but it's not so the first one was very specific about where it was set. And mm-hmm. this one is kind of like, yeah, we're in a mountain. We're near a town. We yeah. want to go out west, but hmm. we also want to go out east. So it is not specific to where it is. I think it's the feeling that Dutch has no idea what's going on. Yeah. So Dutch. Yeah. So you are a member of this gang, and Dutch is Dutch the leader. Dutch Vanderland. Yep. Dutch Vanderland mm-hmm. is the uh, head of the gang, the he, gang boss. Right. He was the guy are. that you were hunting in the first game. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because your father is in the father. Oh gosh. The, your father from the <laughs> The first game is in this gang, right? Is oh, that is it? Really? John Marston. John yeah, yeah, yeah. Marston, right. John Marston is your father. He is well, in this gang. Yeah, you ah. played as John Marston. Oh, you played in John, and then, as John like, Marston. If you, when but you, later in his later, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After, after he was out of the game because he was trying to redeem himself, right. hence redemption. Yeah. yeah. So John Marston is in this game, but he is a current member of this gang. And you play as uh, Arthur, Arthur Morgan, Morgan yeah. which is like the most Western name. <laughs> Arthur, <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> Arthur Morgan. Howdy. Yeah. And Howdy the, my favorite yo. part is, so in the first one, Red Dead Redemption, you are trying to redeem yourself. So you're kind of like a good guy. And mm-hmm. Arthur Morgan is none of that. Like oh. he is like a rough tumble. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to pull heist and shoot people. And like you can play the game. Like I say, I found a guy, he was bitten by a snake. And so I, I did not suck the poison out, which was an option. But I, I, <laughs> I did. You did? I did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. gave him a health thing. Oh, gotcha. Like okay. a health drink, a health tonic. <laughs> and he drank it and it, it healed him, I guess. Uh-huh. And so I was in town and I saw him and he's like, hi there, mister. Like, you saved my life. You remember me? And my guy's like, no. <laughs> and then, but he's like, but he, then he offered, he offered to give me something free from the gunsmith. So I just went in the gunsmith and I got something for free for oh, saving this dude's life. Yeah. I was like, what? See, I, I sucked the poison out. And then Arthur Morgan said, let's never talk of this ever again. <laughs> it is funny. It's yeah, a yeah. really funny game. But yeah, it looks amazing. It is incredible. I can't wait to play more of it. I've done very little story missions in it. I'm just like roaming around doing things. Yeah. And um, it's it just ends up usually me having like bounties on my head because I don't and some things I don't mean to do. Like I'll just be riding my horse real fast and then I'll run into another dude on a horse. And that is like assault. assault. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. now I have a bounty on my head because I ran in this dude because I can't control my horse. Can I tell you, I was doing the same thing. I was riding my horse full tilt down this dirt road mm-hmm. and I must have veered slightly into the path of a carton wagon <laughs> because my my horse hit the team of horses is in the front of the wagon my dude comes flying off the horse and then like he like just plants his back in the middle of the shotgun seat 
it, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The driver was like, "What are you doing?" And then he pulled a gun on me and then killed me. Yeah, because <laughs> and, that, like... and that's the thing. So like, I'll be doing a mission and I fist fight this guy and he gets knocked out and then they're like, "Uh oh, there's a witness." And so I chase down the witness, but I don't know what to do with him. Like, do I shoot this witness now? Obviously, like, I don't. I'd beat him up also, mm-hmm. and then it is like a never ending. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so string you, of beating witnesses. You but, gotta you gotta hog tie them and then I, throw them in throw the swamp or in the train tracks. So oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> one, one last thing real quick. So I the buttons I play on Xbox. So like RB does something mm-hmm. in the game. And if you just press R trigger, he just whips his gun out and shoots. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. Like a fire, quick yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Fires so I was in town trying to do something on RB <laughs> and I hit R trigger, shoot a dude square in the back. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no. And there's no explaining. Like, I hit the wrong button. Right. Like, the sheriff doesn't care. He just came out and shot me dead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. For like a huge AAA game, it's like not the most user friendly. Like it's it's pretty crazy, Dave. Like, I, Cool. Quick question about that. So let's say that uh, you have a bounty, like mm-hmm. you run into a dude, yeah. you know, on your horse, and then he gets off because he's pissed off, and then he shoots you. Does the bounty go away? No, no, no. I feel like you've paid your for your crimes in that you die. If you get arrested, the bounty goes away, mm-hmm. or if you go to the post office and you can pay your own bounty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. But sometimes you'll do a mission, like a story mission, and you'll just get a bounty. Yeah. And I, there's nothing you can do about I that. I got a three hundred dollar bounty because of a story mission. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I was trying trying to trade stuff in what so when you skin an animal you can sell its skin that so i was trying to me. sell a skin to this guy but he wouldn't do any business with me because i had a bounty and i could not it took me the <laughs> oh, longest time are you serious yeah wow. so he wouldn't do any business so i'm trying to sell him stuff and then these bounty hunters are chasing me and i'm like just racing my horse across the like so upset because i have all this stuff on my horse i want to sell <laughs> so this game's stupid <laughs> Can you find disreputable people to trade with? Yeah, there are yeah, fences oh yeah. and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you, so when you kill people, you can loot their bodies. Because that is it's a video game. Because it's a video game. So you always get like gold wings, gold rings, or pocket watches, <laughs> platinum or things watches. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And but you can't sell those at a shop because no one wants your hot goods. <laughs> yeah. So like you gotta that. you gotta you gotta find like the right guy. And like same deal with like carriages. There's a guy who buys carriages that you've stolen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I I often find myself doing like just rant like I will be playing poker for like two hours and I don't know why <laughs> like it, it doesn't get me that much money I end up losing more money or like that you could do the thing you know when you put your hand on the table and you take the knife oh, yeah. and you hit uh, oh, it yeah, yeah. finger fillet yeah finger fillet Flay finger so I there's that <laughs> I in the game so I do that I'm pretty sure fillet of finger is a sandwich at McDonald's fillet mm, of finger delicious. delicious I like no fingernails for mine please yeah so that I mean that's Red Dead Redemption you should definitely check it out um, if you like video games <laughs> like everyone you, else on the planet yeah yeah everybody oh, yeah. has paid a million dollars for it so or seven hundred and twenty-five million. It's one of the rare it's games ridiculous. my girlfriend will sit in the room and watch. While That's I'm playing. so funny story. My wife, who I was playing No Man's Sky, and mm-hmm. she wants nothing to do with it. Like she's not interested in my space mining. Mm. And but this game, <laughs> shocking. Yeah, I love, yeah. That. I love this, that No Man's Sky. This game, this game was like she was saying, "Oh, let me pick your outfit." So she's like picking my dude's outfit. She's like, "Why is that guy chasing you? Why don't you just shoot him?" So she's like right there egging me on. I'm trying to play the game like a good guy, and she's right there just like, "Why don't you rob that guy?" 
Like I don't. You're not good at like. I don't, you're not a good influence on me. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's real, fun. real fast. What's the funnest thing you've done? It's hard to say. I, I think the my shining moment in the game so far was actually a story mission where they ask you to go into town to get this guy a drink, and the okay. guy's like, "I don't want a drink." And so you you're like, "No, we're just gonna have one drink." So you have one drink, and then it shows you taking a shot, then it shows you drinking beers, then it shows you laying on the stairs drinking, <laughs> and then it shows you like, and it just gets crazier and crazier. Like the guy, the other guy you're with is singing and you're just like jumping up and down like stomping your feet and then the the craziest part that made me just literally laugh was you start get, to get an argument with these two guys and you're you're like oh now i'm gonna have to fight these two guys and then it cuts black real quick and instantly comes back and the music is loud and you guys are in like a line doing like the can can like the can can yeah Which, I, it's very so funny what's happening in this game like, it's insane and then you wait this goes on for like 10 minutes and then you wake up the next day in jail like you have been arrested that makes sense yeah it was amazing that was yeah. my favorite part. What about you, Mark? What you uh, I got into a gunfight and accidentally threw a stick of dynamite into a pig pen. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the pigs? Uh, they blew up. Yeah. They didn't fare well. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't do so good. It seems my favorite things are like accidental, accidental. I know. Pushes. I got like, oh. I got like six six counts of animal cruelty for that one. Also, that's amazing that the vegetarian made it rain bacon. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Your virtual bacon is delicious, man. It's oh. hilarious. I, I, that's, it's, that's all video games are is fantasy fulfillment. Yeah, I ordered a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's delicious. I could drink so much, I end up in jail after doing the candy. Yeah, and I don't want to drink ever, so it's perfect. <laughs> So, all right, so let's get down to talking about board games. Dave mm. has a list of the board games that we played this week. So Mark didn't get to play with us that much. but yeah. He had um, to do that job thing. Oh, do he insists on that job thing, I know. So, Dave, what did we play? Uh, we played Sheriff of Nottingham. We did play Ooh. Sheriff of Nottingham. Mark, we've played this with you before. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I played that with you guys before. And I think I walked in while you guys were playing that game. Yes, That's you true. did. Mm-hmm. So, Solid bluffing game. Yeah, so Sheriff of Nottingham, the point of this game is you are all... Traders, yeah, Yeah. traders in uh, Nottingham, the fabled Robin Hood city, real city, I guess. But I mean, it was a real city, right? But I think Robin Hood was fabled. I don't know. I don't actually know. I'm not. I don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) Just make it up. So anyway, the point of this game is you are trying to get your goods into Nottingham to sell in the market. But before you get those goods in, you have to get them past the sheriff. Mm. And so you have a little velvet bag that you put your goods in. And you could put contraband in there, mm-hmm. but you don't want the sheriff to open your bag. Because if he opens your bag and there's contraband in there, you have to pay the sheriff. Yeah, you basically have to bribe him to still get into Nottingham. Yeah, like, all right, I'm sorry I brought this crossbow in. But he but, keeps the crossbow. But he the keeps problem. the crossbow and, and your money. Mm-hmm. So you're you're just trying to get a collection of goods and have the most victory points. Each good is worth victory points at the end of the game. So you're basically trying to sneak stuff in because that's worth a lot of victory points, but right. also sneak in real goods. In this bag, you can put up to five total cards, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the general things are going to be like chicken or apples or bread or cheese. cheese. Yeah. Um, and you have to declare legal goods. So you'll hand the sheriff your bag, your sealed bag. It has this nice little snap on mm-hmm. it that's very satisfying. Like weirdly, <laughs> yeah. weirdly satisfying. Because it makes that like click, the audible yeah. click when you pop it shut. It's like you're locked in at that point. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, exactly. Oh, no. So you toss it to the sheriff, and you ha- you cannot lie about the number of cards in the bag. Right. Uh, so you have to be like, I have four. And then you ha- can only name one resource. So like, I right. have four bread or whatever. And then at that point, the sheriff will stare at you. And then the the bluffing begins. Right. Yeah. And then you have to try to convince them. And the best part is Dave is going into, the, uh, into Nottingham, and he says, I have... 
four chickens and Mark is the sheriff, mm -hmm. I can then in turn, as a, just a player not involved in this transaction, say, hey, sheriff, I'll give you two gold to open Mark's bag. <laughs> which is like, hilarious. Yeah, you're just bribing people <laughs> mm -hmm. to open another person's bag, which yeah. is like, it's such a great little component to the game. It, right. it just makes it interactive while you're not actually doing something. Yeah, you can bribe anyone for any reason with any gold. Yeah, like, any money in the game can be set. And there's only a pretty set. Much, pretty set. much at any time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, at any yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a set number of gold in the game. Yeah, so um, it just so it just makes moves it around. around the table as right. time goes on. Yep. Uh, and if you if you are an honest merchant, right. let's say that I say I have four bread and I really do have four bread, and then and then Mark takes Dan's bribe, mm -hmm. opens my bag. Now Mark, as the sheriff, owes me money because yeah, he's, he's like he wasting your time. Me. Right. I'm an honest merchant. Just Everyone knows to, that about me. Just trying to make a buck, feed yeah. your family. Yeah. I have seven children under four. <laughs> <laughs> And he's gotta make he's gonna make a living selling his bread. Yeah. At least three of them have to make it to adolescence. No, one of them is gonna make it to adolescence. That's why I have seven marks. That's right. Yeah, so he makes the sheriff pay. You pay mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. wasting my time. He doesn't make it, it's like the law because I don't know why the sheriff would do that. But well, the sheriff is as crooked as anyone else because right. if you think about it, even if I did have contraband, the sheriff keeps the contraband, but then I still basically have bribe to him to him. not go yeah. to jail. I need to also get in town and actually sell the goods I actually yeah. brought to right, sell. Sorry, right. Sheriff. So no matter what's going on the sheriff is as crooked as the rest of us so what you're really saying is what this game needs is an expansion for police reform <laughs> <laughs> right this this is the uh what the internal uh <laughs> review yeah. service yeah. yeah internal affairs yeah, yeah. i need yeah, the yeah. ia expansion yeah. <laughs> where you get deputy of nottingham to oh, like he's spy just, on the sheriff he's just keeping you on the straight and narrow and like the second half of the game you're just writing reports on like what happened <laughs> oh man but you have to write it longhand with a feather. Oh, yeah, with, oh. A, with a quill and, like, an ink pot on parchment. Oh, it's not a fun portion no, of the game. No, it's not good. No, it's I just, never win. It. Ink gets everywhere. It's terrible. But it does not break your immersion. No, it doesn't. You have to wear a little hat with a feather in it. You pull the feather out. Uh, but, yeah, that game's a lot of fun. I mean, if you want to sit around, bluff your friends, um, also converts to a drinking game really easily. Yeah. Yep. Um, but easy to teach, too, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Uh, we've been doing a lot of teaching of games recently. And we have. so. It's kind of nice to have easy to teach games. Mm. Uh, we played Decrypto. We had to learn that one. That was Ooh. new for us. Yeah, Decrypto. Tell so, me more. So I saw Decrypto at Gen Con, and then when I saw it, I was like, uh, stupid. And then, so I didn't buy it there. So when I was reading more about it, I go, oh, I guess I am the stupid one because I should have <laughs> purchased this game and had it a long time ago. Remember when we were younger, you could get those 3D glasses where one lens is blue and one lens is mm -hmm. red, and then you could see the blurred stuff. So this uses that same state-of-the-art technology <laughs> oh yeah and it's it, so fresh so it, you have a little player board for you and your partner and there's four spots in it and then you put these red and blue cards in so you could see the clues and so uh it's just four words it's just four, four words. words yeah it's just simple it's simple stuff we had so we had like king architect architect hotel hotel and so what we are doing is trying to give clues to each other to make a number sequence. So each mm -hmm. of those windows is numbered one, two, three, and four. Okay. So if I'm giving clues today, if I have a card that says like three, two, one. So Dave already knows the words, but I am going to give him one word clues to try to direct him to that, but not give an idea to the other team what those words are. Gotcha. So like for King, you could say burger. And, oh, right. And so Dave knows, oh, king. Yeah. But you, the other team is going to write that down, and they know at the end that number three, we use the clue burger. 
So Dave doesn't want to do something else that directs them right to King. So the longer you go on, like the vaguer the clues get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like you're just off the wall. And that's what I so I think because we're For, nerds. Yeah, we did. I did Tokyo. And then I did New York. New York. And we King know, of Tokyo. Oh, King of Tokyo. Right. Because okay. we're huge nerds. We know that. But it's totally through. We played against our wives and they are. Um, nerdy for women. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's terrible. They're nerdy, but not. they don't know as much about board games as we do. Mm-hmm. So Dave and I were a good team on that because mm-hmm. we could use board game clues. But you weren't allowed to like use inside jokes. So if I was playing with my wife, Amber, and I had an inside joke that only her and I knew, mm-hmm. not allowed to use that because well, that the sense. other team is not going to know it. Right. Yeah. right. So you only play to two victory points. because Which is harder than you think it is. It's way hard. So the only way to get victory points. So if I get Dave and Dave says the correct number that's on my cards mm-hmm. we don't get anything but if we i just don't lose we anything. just don't lose anything so if i say to dave so what i do is i give those clues then the other team gets to guess at what order they think it's in if they get it right they've stolen our clue and they get a, a vp they've, de- gotcha. they've decrypted they've, our code they've oh, decrypted they've our code <laughs> <laughs> so but oh. if i if i give a clue and dave can't figure out he gets the wrong order we get a failed failed message mm-hmm. or something like that if you get two failed messages you lose or if the other team gets two decrypted messages they win interesting so it is a really mm-hmm. fun game the first time not i was like oh, maybe i don't like we, this game we went so specific yeah. trying to not like lose the first game right. like we were trying to make sure that we didn't mess up our message gotcha so we were so obvious in our clues by the time it was like the third round they just on stole, both sides they, yeah it was you, easy to steal we clues. could decrypt everything gotcha so we learned by the second game you have to go obscure enough that you're making it tough for them to decrypt while still making sure that your teammate knows it. Honestly, if you like the game Codenames, yeah, it's then you will like that. that's, that's kind of what I was thinking of yeah. when you guys it's were a, describing and, it. And we were just playing two on two, but you could play with more people mm-hmm. on your team. It, it's just a really interesting game, and it is just different way to give clues because you already know the words that your team has, but mm-hmm. it's just trying to guide them to that without giving them such vague clues mm-hmm. that they have no idea what gotcha. you're talking about. Yeah, you got to walk that fine line but it, it it is a really fun game and i really i think it was like 20 bucks online it, yeah so. i saw it on amazon it yeah, wasn't that it's expensive really cheap and so. our second game i think took all of like 10 15 minutes to play it, yeah it's not a very long game so no. it's something that you can open with to like i guess get your brain going or something <laughs> to end with to just burn your brain out oh yeah yeah you don't need those brains anymore what are you gonna use get, that for yeah, what's it for it's just trash get, get rid of that stupid brain <laughs> it's been six hours of whatever you've been playing yeah <laughs> exactly let's do something smart now so we also played skull that was a game <laughs> That game is fun. That game is not fun. It is. I disagree. <laughs> Dave, I have one thing to say to you. Poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> that game is fun. That game is fun. All right, well, explain how it works. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, your... you guys don't want me explaining games. Okay, so the way this game works is you have four large coasters. That's what it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Size of coasters. Yeah. On the back is like some crazy geometric design, but on the part parts you look at, there are Three flowers mm-hmm. and one skull. Mm-hmm. It's very scary. That's part of why I don't like it. <laughs> so scary. It's very so scary. spooky. spooky it's like skulls. Uh, I don't like skulls. <laughs> Dia de los Muertes skulls. Yeah. Things like that. You are placing skulls down in front of you, face down. Not skulls or flowers. You mm-hmm. don't know. Who knows? So you, you know. You yeah, know. It's a, it's well, a, I don't know. <laughs> I see it sometimes I forget. <laughs> so you place these down in front of you, and you all have to place at least one. And then you, when it comes back to your turn, you could either place one or you can start the bidding. And by bidding, you're saying that you could pick that many flowers from mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. If you get a skull, if you pick someone's skull, 
they get to take away one of your coasters. One of your four coasters. I, yeah, like I'm points. sure there's a name for it, but yeah. like, I, I, like I would have gone with discs, but oh, yeah. I like well, coasters. Yeah, they look like big coasters. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Nothing against them. They're well-made, yeah. like big oh, things. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful game. So, um, so then you remove it. But if you pick the right amount of flowers that you bid, you get to pick your little base tile mm-hmm. and flip it over. If you flip that over twice, you win the game. Yeah. Basically two victory points to the win, which is right. once again harder than you'd think. It, it really much, is. Much harder. <laughs> and that game becomes very stressful very quick. Mm-hmm. You spend most of your time trying to figure out who is putting skulls down and who is not. And there's no real way to tell. You're just kind of like, mm-hmm. I this is how I would play, but I don't know. And Or sometimes making a huge mistake and skulling <laughs> yourself, which also happens. I did. Yeah. Which, which is which the happened. thing I did. Yep. Yeah, you have to flip over the skull that you've, or everything you've put down your first. Co- yeah, you have to flip all of your coasters first. So you should, in theory, like we said, know what you've played. <laughs> but sometimes you forget. <laughs> yeah, so if you get to a point where you're like, I could I could flip, uh, I could find three flowers. You know, I bid three, and then Dan says, I bid four, and then Mark's like, I'm out. And I was like, I could do five. And Dan's like, oh, I'm not going six. Yeah, five, I, I get out. Then I have to flip five. So I start with, like, the two that are in front of right. me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I've mm-hmm. played two flowers. <laughs> and, if everything's gone according to plan and then you look around the table and i've got to be like oh, i have to flip three unknown tiles from you guys mm-hmm. and you guys love playing love skulls. Playing skulls. Oh, yeah it's my favorite thing to do uh, so that's sort of the mechanic then you're just staring each other in the eyes wondering if they put a skull or not yeah um, trying to read their bluff or mm-hmm. or try not to give away what you've put down and then you immediately pick whoever put down the skull that's <laughs> that's my yeah. experience <laughs> in this game. and then you just pick a skull so yeah. that's all I know about this game. <laughs> yep. Amber one time, because uh, our oh, wives were playing, oh. Am- we, Amber got it up to six, which is insane. No, because- she, she got to five, and I said, no way I can let her win this. There's only six tiles on the board, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it was. And I said... I can do six. And the only person that had a skull was Amber. And <laughs> she it like trolled you. And it just like it blew like I didn't know what to do the rest of the night. Yeah. It, yeah. it and hurt the, my heart. The game that Amber won, she got up to six and every oh, yeah. one of us played, played a flower. A flower mm-hmm. which is so Insanity. Annoying. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't understand. The last game she didn't win, so that's all I care about. She was the first knocked out. Yeah. She ran out of time. That last game took longer than any game we've played. Yeah, because yeah, you won purely by attrition. Yeah, but by the time I won, I had all four of my tiles. Everyone else, you, Candy, and Amber were knocked out, and Dan mm-hmm. had one tile, yeah. and I knew what it was. So yeah. yep. I, I didn't have a way to win because, no. I mean, he knew exactly what I had. Yeah. So that Mark brings up a good strategy, and if you've ever played King of Tokyo, like a solid strategy to win King of Tokyo is never going <laughs> just, to Tokyo. Just don't do it. Just don't do don't it. go to Tokyo. Just roll you, them doubles. Yeah, just don't go to <laughs> You'll Tokyo. You'll be perfectly fine. Just mind your business out in the bay. <laughs> Eating boats or whatever. <laughs> Roll a bunch of victory yeah. point yeah. dice. Yeah. yeah, and that's fine. So this is similar. Like if you never if you never say that you're going to get something, you will never be disappointed. <laughs> you also can't well, I guess I almost I basically did win that way because I only, exactly I got both of my victory points back to back when you were down to one disc. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause then there was nothing I could do. Yeah. I mean I had one disc and you saw it. So. Yeah, correct. I feel like I feel oh. like the, uh, some of the strategy is though you have to like you feel like you have to make a move at some point. At, well, at some point you feel pressure to do something right. to mm-hmm. like, especially if some other people have started flipping their base tile. Yeah. Like oh no like they get one more I better catch up but then you do something stupid like I don't know pick six when there's only six <laughs> tiles out and someone else has a, a skull. So. Worked out for Amber. Yeah. I know I don't I don't know. <laughs> you were you were skull shy after that. It like, was terrible. Like I it, I've never been so thoroughly like you were a changed man. I've never been so thoroughly conned in my life. Like, 
It's always the ones closest to you that drive. <laughs> she the, she looked you in the eye and then destroyed your soul. When she flipped that second one over and it was she a skull, really like one single tear <laughs> like, like came down my cheek. You know what to do. Yeah, I was, was like, I thought we were. So the worst part, we got married on Saturday. Yeah. Like, what, like, <laughs> yeah, like four days ago we got married. <laughs> now already betrayal. Do you do you feel face. like you're not gonna be able to sleep next to her now? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I I, I I feel like I have to sleep one eye open. Yeah. I'm gonna open up and she's gonna be like a skull mask laying just like right <laughs> over my face. It's gonna be terrible. You had a th- Halloween themed wedding too. Like she we probably a has Halloween. a skull mask. Yeah, I could just picture her like uh, just sitting over the top of me, staring at me. And I'm already a light sleeper, so it wouldn't take much. And then there, I wet the bed. There it is. We got to laundry now. Yeah. Sorry. If uh, if you like bluffing games such as poker, then you'd probably like this game very much. Yeah, but it plays fun. much quicker. It's very fast. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it can be. So yeah. well, not the last it'd game. Be, the last but game, but it'd be we played. Perf- we played three games in like half an hour. Sorry, yeah. Mark. It'd be a, it'd be a perfect filler game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. It would also be a great drinking game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just excellent. Yeah, I wouldn't be good at that. <laughs> uh, so Dan and I today stumbled our way through Great Western Trail. Yeah, so if we should have done this right after Red Dead Redemption and oh, continue, we, well, what are, what are we going to no, do? No, 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 we, we bookend with Western yeah. on this show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like we had the engine and now we have the caboose. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah. So Red Dead Redemption, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Great Western uh, Trail. Great Western Trail. Sorry, I'm getting my Westerns mixed up. So Great Western Trail. Mark, you did not play this. Are you familiar with this game? Not at all. <clears throat> so this is a Euro game. You it's are very Euro. And the theme makes you feel like it shouldn't be. Yeah, because it is a Western. It is set in the 1800s. Sure. sure. Yeah. You, are, you are getting your cattle from one place to Kansas City and then shipping that candle. C- caddy. No, wait. <laughs> cattle. Cattle. Thank you. Jeez. Keep all that in. <laughs> You're shipping your cattle on a train across the country. Mm-hmm. So there is several different things you have to keep track of, none of which Dave, Dave and I did. No. <laughs> Perfect. So, so you're, gonna, you're going to move your cowpoke mm-hmm. through. You got a little like meeple that's a cowboy. He's got a, a cowboy hat, hat on. Adorbs. Adorbs. Ad- totes adorbs. <laughs> totes adorbs. So he is moving through the West, and he only stops on occupied spaces. So if there is a tp or a town or something those are the like only a places building a building yeah you build. those are the only places you stop so you could really rush through there if you're not building buildings which we did yeah so we, we initially assumed that the point of the game was to ship your cattle across the country like as fast as you possibly can. oh and so we just weren't building any buildings we were rushing to kansas city and as it turns out that's the mechanic that leads toward the end game yeah <laughs> so, we just... so this game is supposed to take like <laughs> no. this game is supposed to take like 90 minutes to two hours and this is a learning game for us and it did not take very long because we're just like let's go to kansas city and you're yeah. just like flying through it but instead <laughs> you've heard everything's up to date in kansas city yeah i gotta check this out what do they have train steam trains yeah. there it took us Show less me. than an hour to play a learning game yeah. of a game that's pretty complex so Right towards the end, we were like light bulbs above our heads. Like, oh, I get this game now. And it's way too late now. Oh yeah. So you want to buy new cattle because cattle are your help you get money mm-hmm. and victory points and victory points. So um, you want to go buy new cattle. We each bought two cows each. <laughs> the entire uh, oh, no. game. The entire game. So there's a deck building mechanic, and we did not build our no, decks. No, don't worry about just that at all. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Useless. So two times in the game, the market gets refilled useless for us because it didn't matter because we weren't really buy anything yeah 
So, and then another huge mechanic is it is building these buildings. So each player has ten little um, square buildings that they can play, and you get different effects for those buildings. Yeah, every building does a different thing. Usually, two different things. Two different things. And yeah. then where you build it on the board can also impact other things that can. Okay, do. which we also learned very oh, late in the game. Very like <laughs> two turns before the end of the game. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, there's these other things we could have been doing for the 19 rounds we've played. <laughs> so we, so that's another thing we didn't do a lot of. Mm. So also, if you bought, if you start building these buildings mm-hmm. it takes you longer to get to kansas city because now there's no more spaces in mm. between right and there's okay. more actions to do there's along more the way. actions and then there's a player board you have in front of you like most games and mm-hmm. the player board has these little circle discs like wooden discs mm-hmm. and as you deliver your cows to train stations you take those discs and put them up on the train station and that unlocks new abilities for your character mm-hmm. board but you can only go to each train station one time so you can't deliver to these train stations more than once and that's like a whole nother thing. This train thing was the most confusing well, thing you, of the game. Well, you can also stop at spaces, and then depending on how many conductors you have, you right. can move your an actual little meeple train, yep. which is pretty cool looking too. A little engine. Um, along a train track, and that allows you to sort of level up. You take little tokens. Uh, it's very similar to the, the level up mechanic used in Scythe. Yeah. Where you're taking things off of your board. To and improve then, your board. Yeah, gotcha. and then it reveal, reveals new spots to improve your board. And so I, wrongly or rightly, I have no idea, assume that just you be doing better if your train was further yeah. off. So, Dave, <laughs> so Dave's train is like way down the track from mine, and I don't know this game any better. So uh-huh. I'm like, wow, he's doing really good. <laughs> yeah. We both it doesn't ass- mean anything. No, we both assumed I was doing great because my train was yeah, further. But you is- don't get any victory points for your train being either any farther down the track no. than the other one. The, the benefit from that is that you don't have to, quote unquote, rent a train to get your cows to a city farther away. It didn't uh, end up you mattering. Just like, because you, your train's already there. Right, yeah. Well, and on top of that, it didn't end up mattering for us because we didn't buy enough cattle to make our hands better to actually sell at better cities because we still had terrible yeah. cattle yeah, runs. So, so, each, so, so you have <laughs> a hand, nightmare. Yeah, oh, man, it was crazy. So you, have, so you have a hand of four cows. This is your like starting mm-hmm. hand. And so each city up on the top of the board has a number. So like Santa Fe's like six and eight and, and San Francisco's like 18. 18, something ridiculous. So you have four cows and your starting hand of cows are ones and twos. Like that is it. And if you have two cows of the same kind, so let's say you have two Guernseys. Okay. Uh, now you're speaking my language yeah, as yeah, an yeah. Oklahoma lad. <laughs> yeah. So say you have two Guernseys. Well, if you have two cards of the same, you can only sell one of those. So you can't sell doubles. So that's already one card down. So now maybe you have five. San Francisco's 18. I'm not getting there. So I can only sell to like five <laughs> spots down the track. So it doesn't matter that Dave's 40 spots down the track. He could still only sell like five cows worth. And and I think my best turn, I sold eight worth of cows. Right. And even that was with like, uh, so you can get ribbons. Because I assume if your cow wins a ribbon at the, yeah, the local prized. fair, yeah. <laughs> it's more valuable. Um, you can sell those prize winning cows for a bunch. Like using all of my ribbons, well, pr- eight was yeah. my best. Yeah. And it's like. How do you get to 18? I don't even begin to know. Uh, play way better than we did. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's so, step one. So I, the game, the problem is, it's not a problem. I mean, the game's really fun. Oh, we uh, had a bl- That's the thing. We had a blast and we've done nothing but talk about how badly we screwed up. Yeah. And we had so much fun. But it was fun. so much fun. So if I went back, of course I'm going to have a, well, my strategy in this one consisted of, I don't know, go to Kansas City <laughs> like 19 <laughs> times and sell my two cows for like $4. Oh, I don't God. know. So your first turn, you can put your cow poke wherever you want yeah, on, the board. on the board. I chose the city directly next to Kansas yeah, City. And then, went right to the- and then I started the game by going to Kansas City. It's my first action because i thought that was a good idea yeah it's it's a crazy i wish i'd been on this <laughs> oh it's, so it's crazy good the game is so fun and it's like so 
everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So, and the biggest problem, I guess, in learning the game is the iconography of the game is kind of all over the place. But okay. once you start learning it, you're like, oh, that's what that I means. I feel like that's Euro games in general. Sure. Like, I always feel yeah. like there's way too much. Like, anytime that, I start to learn a Euro game, it's too... And that's like when I set up this... So I set this board up yesterday, and I, I taught my wife it. <clears throat> and by taught her, I mean I read the rules out loud to her, and she ate a sandwich. <laughs> so I... I she, she did nod and... and- make agreeing grunts though yeah so she was, was she, yeah she was like mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was just like are we done yet or it's like the sandwich is good or yeah i totally understand how the train moves but i don't i don't think that was the, i don't think it was the last one setting it up though and you get all the pieces out there it's kind of overwhelming because mm-hmm. there's so much on this board and it's the board and then there's stuff on the bottom there's your player board there's all this stuff on the side there's the train on top you it's have like, a deck mm-hmm. you have all of your buildings and it's then you have crazy. this big player board with things to take off of it yeah. oh it'd be so overwhelming it, it is but yeah. once you get going you're like oh it totally makes sense okay so i watched a gameplay video before i came over right um, just to sort of get myself acclimated to the rules. And uh, I still had to constantly be like, wait, what does this do? What does this symbol mean? <laughs> and one of my only complaints about the game is that, yes, there's a lot of iconography. Uh, however, some of it doesn't match. So you have these victory ca- on top of everything else. You also have these um, sort of uh, cards uh, that at the end of the game, if you f- fulfill certain requirements, you can get some victory points from it. Okay. And the iconography on those victory cards does not match the tokens you needed to get to win. And I, I don't mean it doesn't match <laughs> as in like it the matches, symbol but the was co- the same. The colors don't match. Yeah. So on the so there's things called hazards. So it's like rock sites, floods, and... Rattlesnakes. Uh, I don't know. Sunlight. Maybe. Sunlight. Sun, <laughs> it looked like it was sunlight, <laughs> yeah. but I bet I that know. wasn't I it. I bet it means rattlesnakes. Yeah, I bet it wasn't sunlight. <laughs> so um, you collect these things. So some of your... Um, like the victory point victory cards. Victory point yeah. cards. Some of those say you have to collect a certain amount of... Uh, hazards and the hazards was just a hand like a, a hold up hand and like a yield sign that's like the sign for hazards and on your thing it is like a black hand it's a black background with a white, white hand. hand that's what it was and then the oh. hazards themselves have all kinds of different hands. they're white backgrounds white with black bra- hands yeah. yellow backgrounds with, with oh, white hands but as far as i could tell they don't mean anything well so the compared f- to your ha- thing yeah for half the game i'm sitting there trying to be like well the hazards i need to fulfill this have never come up like i keep waiting for them to respond like on the board throughout the game and they never mm-hmm. came up and then it was like two-thirds way through the game finally we just started flipping a bunch of them yeah, and realized and they there's just no don't color match. that matches that so oh, I don't so know. i that's, mean it could that's... be partially like my fault for not seeing it in the rule book or something something and the rule book the, the rule book's great but when you first open it it's kind of a big rule book and it looks insane oh it looks overwhelming so yeah i'm looking through it but the best part about it um is when you're looking at it, so it gives you a rule mm-hmm. and then it gives you an example of that rule and it does that for everything so that is a huge benefit but just looking at it i'm like oh my gosh why is there why is there so much stuff on this in this rule book mm. but it, it's just examples it's tons and tons of examples which is great because i had tons and tons of questions and <laughs> <laughs> i will yeah, say it sounds though, really complicated well, it once we was, got going, but it wasn't. And once we got going, we were going better than I expected. Yeah, like we didn't actually stop to ask a lot of questions outside of what does this icon do? What does that icon do? By the third or fourth time around to Kansas City, we knew all the icons. It really wasn't that hard. Okay. Yeah, it's and once you get going, like like Dave said, it's it's really smooth. So mm-hmm. Once you get the initial like, or what's this? What's that? And then you just go. And there's there's no real questions, but I cannot. 
despite what we're saying, like it makes it sound like we are insane people and like don't understand board games. But like, despite that, <laughs> I have the greatest time and I can't wait to play this game again. Oh, I was yeah, like agreed. really excited by this. It was, I was, a, I, it was really good. When game. you said it was Euro, I was kind of surprised. So Euro, like, and I'm none not, of the cover art makes it like mm-mm. look like a Euro. The, the cover art is like the saddest cowboys. Yeah. It's like emo cowboys. Like cowboys that need some sort of antidepressant on they, the, while they're they on the trail. Need, they mm. just need hugs, Dave. Is that <laughs> yeah? Dude, the problem is, is there's so much, so much masculinity on that trail. Well, so I... many jerseys and guernseys. You just need a just <laughs> Anguses. a, a ang guy. You just need a loving Anguses. hand. No Kobe's couldn't afford those. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. So yeah, it's but it is such a great game, and I I'm curious to play with more players and and understanding a little bit more of any strategy whatsoever would definitely benefit me in this game. But oh, absolutely. Well, I, I had none, so I mean, I can only go up. Although I can't wait till next time we play and my victory point score is like less than this time. I will have no yeah. idea how to I feel like that's, that's my, uh, my experience with yeah, Euros. Yeah, it's like, oh, now I only got seven victory points. I'm not sure how. That's what happened when I played Azul. I got better, yeah. Just gradually get worse. With experience, I got terrible at it. All right. So uh, that, that's all we played, right? Yeah, all that's the- that's all the board games we played for the most part. We yeah. we did have a really cool experience actually today, though. I did. Um, um, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Mark oh, played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, did, I did a little party game. What did you, you play? I played a game called president bigley <laughs> i've never heard of this i've never heard of it yeah. excellent go on oh boy so it's kind of like a push your luck style card game okay um we played it with four it was uh myself my girlfriend her twin sister and her boyfriend okay so uh, it was pretty raucous because we would do a little bit of drinking <laughs> as as you do yeah and it's uh, like i said a very push your luck it like, kind of like reminds Farkle me with cards it kind of reminds me a little bit of a, like Exploding Kittens. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you're familiar with that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, very random. I thought it'd be a good intro game to bring over there. The rules were kind of unclear. I wasn't a super huge fan of like trying to figure out what to do with like pairs, like like suites of cards. Sweets or suits? Sweets? Sweets? I don't know. I've never suits played this is game. normally what I would call suits? it. Suits? Yeah. I don't know. What's a suite, though? What like, are you uh, yeah, like, like a, a pair? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. What are you talking about? A like, suite is two rooms in a hotel. <laughs> The sweetest things we've eaten a lot at Halloween. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, sweets. that's true. Huh. I don't I mean, know. It could Mark. be sweet. I sure. thought you were saying suits, but if it's not suits, then... I could, yeah, I could be wrong. I, I have no idea. Would, let's let's ask a question. <laughs> Boy, I, I hope we cut off this. <laughs> let's play no. a little let's play a little thing called Ask Mark Blow a question. Yes. All right. So if you have a deck of fifty two two cards. Yes. Diamonds, clubs, hearts, and spades are <laughs> now I'm nervous. I, I always I'd always call them sweets in my brain. <laughs> so <laughs> So that's absolutely not right. Okay. And, and it's amazing. So those are suits. Okay. And I, I guess I knew that, but like in my brain, I was always like, like, so, oh, sweets. Yeah. This is no, my that's. <laughs> no, no, that couldn't. That's not oh, right at all. Man. This is so embarrassing. Oh, it's God. unusual. It's unusual that I get embarrassed uh, around you guys because so, you're, you're so mean. <laughs> but so that, that game, President. Bagley? Bigley? Oh, sorry. President Bigley. So those have similar suits. suits. They have similar suits. Okay. I'll yeah. just make it sure. All okay. right. So now yeah. we're back yeah. on track. Because yeah. I was confused at what... <laughs> I was confused in what, what the world you were talking and you wanted, about. You were like, why doesn't Mark want to explain Skull? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got these suites of well, you coasters. You got these suites of coasters. <laughs> like, what in the world? 
yeah, so <laughs> oh. there is uh, it's it's kind of like a politically themed game. Oh. Like you play like uh, like so a, one of you is the wigs. One, well, <laughs> so you're yeah, all oh, powdered wigs. Yeah. I'm the powdered wig party. Exactly. So it's like uh, you're all playing as like uh, President Bigley, which is like a little uh, a little pig with the Donald Trump comb over, and you're trying to create. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, oh, it's like a, oh, it's a okay. modern. Yeah, modern yeah, it's game. very okay. much a modern thing. So okay. yeah, you're all trying to like create as much chaos as possible. Okay. Uh, and so, so it's a modern game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't depressing at all playing it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you basically start out with these chaos cards. And any time that you draw into a tranquility card, you have to discard your chaos card. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Because finally you feel calm in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, you don't when want you that. Can't, you can't have that. Mm-mm, you need, you need as much chaos as possible. So what you there there are like additional chaos cards like throughout the deck and any time that you draw a tranquility card without a chaos card you're out of the game oh ooh. yeah oh, yeah boy. so it's got like a player elimination mechanic is it like uh, a quick game though it, it plays pretty quick okay it plays hate, probably more quick if you're not drunk <laughs> oh yeah i <laughs> imagine yeah, 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 yeah like most yeah. things <laughs> um yeah, so it plays pretty quick. Uh, my biggest complaint about it is there's like I feel like for as much of a like pressure luck mechanic as it seems to be built around, I didn't feel like I was ever truly in danger of, of getting eliminated. Of, of getting eliminated. Mm. And I kind of wish there was like more more like player on player interactions in the so deck. So you can't so there's no cards to like screw your neighbor or so there, make someone else do something. There's a few things like there's one that allows you to draw like a like to take a card from their hand. There's another one that lets you like look at the top coming cards, and then mm. there's cards that you can play to make uh, someone go twice. So it's like you have to like pull two cards, and there's a greater chance so that you come into th- a tranquility card. Oh, trying to like thin their hand or right, whatever. right. So it just I just never felt like it was as uh, like as as dangerous as it could have been. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was there. Like whenever somebody messed with me, I never felt like I was like in any imminent danger. Did you? It was fun though, or no? It was a good intro game. How many sweets would you give it out of five? <laughs> out of <laughs> Out of four sweets, I'd probably give it like two. I'd give it like two sweets. I'd give it two sweets being the clubs and the diamonds, which are my least favorite sweets. Clubs and diamonds. Yeah. I cannot Hearts handle the fact that you sincerely thought for your entire life that they were called sweets. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've just, it's like one of those things that you've never said out loud until you're being recorded well, saying was, it. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you're an idiot. Well I, well, I was trying to think in my head, like, when is the last time I said like the words suit having to do with cards it's uh, not something i talk about a lot it yeah. depends what game you're playing but like, i certainly know that there are suits yeah mm-hmm. i guess maybe i just i'd always put a little e on there we played like at the end <laughs> so it says sweets we so, played pinochle yeah. a couple months ago oh with, okay uh, so you're 90 over. got it <laughs> and let me tell you that game not fun i don't recommend pinochle one suit out of four <laughs> how, how many suits out of four would you give pinochle yeah, I don't know that I've. I know for a fact I've never played Pinochle. Well, that's a game I'll never teach you or play with you. So I play. I actually talked about Cribbage the other day. <laughs> oh my I don't God. even know how to play that. Cribbage. So Cribbage is a game you're basically trying to make. You take two cards and you're trying to, or you have four cards. I don't remember playing since I was a kid, but you take four <laughs> cards and you're trying to make the number fifteen and you score points uh, based on that. So like hmm. a seven and a eight <laughs> gets you fifteen. So that gets you two points or whatever. Whatever stupid scoring is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a two or three player game. But the problem is, and I'm a child playing mm-hmm. with my father. So if you are playing this game, <laughs> you could steal points from the other player if they don't correctly add up their score. 
So my father's oh. just destroying me by stealing all my points from a child <laughs> who like can barely do math. That and, sounds fun. And then like yeah, at the end I'm giving I'm in tears and he's like laughing and it's like not scarring at all. Right. So <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly, not, certainly not a thing you come back Perfect. to as an adult. So what would you rate it? Four suits out of four. Four suits <laughs> out of four. <laughs> Made me a man. <laughs> Made me the person I am <laughs> Made today. Me the person I am today. Nice. All yeah. right. So leaving board games entirely, um, we got the chance to actually teach some brand new awesome yeah. little nerds. Yeah, Nerd, you know, nerdlings. Yeah, nerdlings. <laughs> There's um, a nerdling. <laughs> how to how to play D and D? Right. So Ooh. we play pretty often. Yeah. We play at least. We try to play at least a couple times uh, a month. A month, mm-hmm. if we can. If we can. I mean, we're all adults and have adult lives that take up more time than we want. It's terrible. So, so um, my my wife and I guess my niece because I'm now married to my wife. Yes, you are. So <laughs> our niece, our niece on her side is 17, 18. She is some lower. Lower. She's, she's 17? A- 17. I don't know what that hand signal means. So 17. <laughs> so she is in or around the age of 17. Uh, she brought her boyfriend and her brother's girlfriend over. They are all in that age range. I feel like high school. High school or just out. Mm-hmm. So in that range. So they have never played Dungeons and Dragons before. Her niece knew about it and she's read a little bit online. Um, Wizards of the Coast has that free. Like, yeah, like the little starter set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, online you can read that rule book for free. So she's read like that. Um, myself, Dave, Dave's wife, Candy, and my wife, Amber, all decided to invite them over and we're going to teach them D&D, which I thought would take... Not very long. I, yeah. I've played this game a lot. Yeah. How long could it take? So like two hours later. <laughs> the characters were finally made. Yeah, the rolled. characters are finally made. So I forget how often like we use terms that no one has any mm-hmm. ideas about. So even the term like I'm just like, hey, roll a D8. And they look at mm-hmm. me like I'm an idiot. So and then I have to say like, no, that's a D10. Like that one has eight sides. So that's the one I want you to roll. The and- one with eight in it. And then you start to realize how many just the, the thousand little nitpicky terms are. Uh, that dude's prone. That dude's flanked. Right. You're poisoned. Like these are all game terms that mean things. They mm-hmm. have stat differences and they're just normal to us. But if you've never played games much at all, it is so much harder to teach D&D if you don't have that background. And I was like struggling on where to start. So I was like, do you guys know about the races or the classes? And like, then the answer was like, no. So I'm like, okay, I guess oh boy, I'll here go, we go through this book <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. like give you a brief description of each one. And I'm trying to go fast and there's three people learning. So I'm giving them a ton of information all mm-hmm. at once. And I'm like, okay, now pick. And it's overwhelming. And, like I get it. It's right, overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to express like, you're not stuck with this character. Like this is your first game. Like mm-hmm. you are going to screw this character up. I'm probably going to kill it as a DM. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. So, so we, we go through it and we're just, and I, let them roll stats us as a group we don't normally roll stats we do mm-hmm. a point array and and mm-hmm. do that it's more balanced for everything but rolling stats is much more fun agreed so hey roll it roll your ability score so they did that and i helped them like put it where ability score should go for that said class mm-hmm. and i kind of expressed like all right here's how to min max your character oh you want to be a rogue like maybe you should be an elf but one girl i i said that's min maxing like that's fine but you could be anything yeah it's yeah, anything you want. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so she, one girl picked Dwarf Wizard. It's like a terrible combination. Like, nothing matches up. But, but she, had she, she had fun. That's yeah, how she wanted yeah, to play. Yeah, that's all that matters. And, that, and I felt the most sorry for her because she picked a wizard on her first try. Oh, and I, I was just like... I did not even think about yeah, that. Yeah, and I was so just like, hey, yeah, like, spell slots are kind of finicky. It's, it's weird. Here's the difference between a first-level spell and a cantrip. I know you've never heard the word cantrip <laughs> <Yeah>. before, <laughs> but, like, here it is. Like, it's a spell you can cast as many times you want. And then she's 
like, well, what about these first level skills? And I was like, well, you cast it twice. Or if you take a long rest, then you get your spell slots back. And I'm just, as I'm saying these yeah. things, I know that I'm like, no, she's not going to understand that. But mm -hmm. I can't stop myself because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just spouting from the rule book mm -hmm. and it's not helping her. Yeah, like by the time we had started playing D&D, we had played a lot of games. Sure. And then on top of that, we each had our own player handbook and had read basically the entire thing, mm -hmm. then had read most of the DM's guide each and then started, you know, And that's playing, a huge so. benefit because if I come, if I come, if I show up and I'm like, oh, I don't understand this rule, Mark can say, oh, I read that and I clarify it mm -hmm. this way and mm -hmm. it makes sense to me and we could bounce ideas off each other. At this point, I'm just spouting words at these three. And like, none of it has any context or anybody. There's no right. context. No. And I'm trying to like, I talk to everybody like they're just as nerdy as I am. <laughs> so like, I understand what a half orc is. I understand like what these, all these terms are. And I'm just like saying them to them and then not getting upset when they don't understand it, but then have no idea how to explain it from that point on. Well, and it's kind of cool too, though, on the flip side of that to see how much pop culture actually does help out with a game like D&D. For instance, we we said, uh, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Right. There you go. Now you know what a dwarf is, you know what a halfling is, you yeah. know what an elf is, mm -hmm. you know what a human is. Like, you understand a lot. An, an orc, a, you know, goblin, all of these right. things from watching one movie series that is very, very ingrained in pop culture. So a lot of it is easier to explain using that. But the second you start getting to the point where you have to say, okay, well, now you're going to make an attack. So you need to add your proficiency because yeah. you're proficient with this weapon. And then you, it's a strength-based weapon. So yeah, now so add your strength. Ability mm -hmm. modifiers. Okay, like now you hit, but now you need to make the actual damage roll. But you're only going to add your strength modifier. Yeah, to no more proficiency. Right. Yeah. Right. So you don't... And like there's no backstory for this like no. you no, you just can't use your proficiency why not you just can't like that's because them's the rules and i try to come mm -hmm. up with ways to explain it like well proficiency helps you actually get the hit mm -hmm. but your, your strength, strength is what's causing the damage the strength and like so, the sharpness of your weapon yeah. are what's doing the actual damage but in reality like these are things we're just making up to try to make it make sense right. those are the rules is the actual answer and mm -hmm. it, and it's interesting i never like try to openly convert people to come play dnd but i also mm -hmm. never hide the fact that i play dnd like oh, yeah. i love that game and i will talk about it to whoever wants to listen so we had my wedding this weekend we took a picture of like all our D and D group, like as, and the photo picture. was a great picture. I I love it. Um, one of my wife's bridesmaids comes over and like hush hush whispers was just like, hey, I'd like really like to try D and D sometime. Like it was like we we're selling drugs to her. <laughs> like yeah, you well. can play like whenever you want. Come over whenever. It like, is we'll, the greatest we'll tie. Yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> We'll play a DD. I'll kill you with a wolf. Like, it'll be great. <laughs> and she's whispering this as we're just outright taking a group yeah. picture of our party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's fun to have new people come in. And mm -hmm. I hope they had a good time. We played. Yeah. yeah I was going to ask, did they enjoy it? I think it's so. hard to tell. Like, because I didn't want to just like badger them. Like, did you like this? What didn't you like? Oh, right, and right. I just did. I have Tales of the Yawn Yawning Portal because it just has seven dungeons in it. So mm -hmm. we just played like the first level dungeon in there. We just started a first level characters. And to me, like a first level character is so boring, oh, but I can't throw more than that no. at them because mm -hmm. like you, I'm already trying to explain the two skills you get at first level. Like, <laughs> do you understand that? Like, do you understand? And one guy was a fighter and he was dual wielding. So I'm trying to explain like, oh, well, you have to take this two weapon fighting if you want to get the extra damage on your offhand weapon. 
And he's just like staring at me. I, like, even, just take it. Just write that down. Just write that down. Yeah. Even terms like offhand weapon. Like, there's just so right. many yeah. terms that it, yeah. it is over. And at one point, we had been playing for about, I don't know, an hour after we rolled the characters. Um, and we had taken a little break. And I asked the three of them, uh, do you guys have any questions? And they were all just like, no. <laughs> and, I, and I totally get what they were saying. Right. You're at a point where you're so overwhelmed, you don't even know what to ask. And that's the problem. Like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Like, right, I have no right. idea what I'm missing because I don't understand anything that's happening right now. How did they do with, like, the uh, the role-playing elements of it? So this was this was more like... Like a... Straight dungeon. It was oh, like a dungeon okay, crawl. Yeah, so there yeah. wasn't a lot... Um, we did a little bit in town. So so you start in a town like like a million other Dungeons and Dragons things. So when we started in town, it was like Dave, Amber, and Candy like talking to the shopkeeper, talking mm-hmm. to this. And it's kind of like trying to lure people out of their shell. Mm-hmm. But I like just didn't. So eventually we're like, oh, let's just get in the dungeon. Maybe we can get them fighting and then they'll get a little mm-hmm. more excited about that. And I think they opened up a little more once we, we yeah, got yeah, excited yeah. about like, fighting. I feel like the RP is definitely either the thing you like the most about or it's the thing that takes the longest for you to get comfortable with. Right. And like, so we like, I think as a group, especially us three, Dave, me and and Mark, we all like different things about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I love the action. I love fighting. And I think like Dave loves I love RP the, role play. the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm much more into come up with an interesting thing to do mm-hmm. instead of roll dice to hit. Like right. I, I just I, I love the coming up with the idea and the plan way more than just the battle itself. And not that I find the battle boring. No, no, no. Yeah. But I, I would rather come up with an interesting thing to do in the battle right. than just swing my weapon. Right, right. Yeah. And I, we were talking about so the way the way our group on an everyday the way we do our scenarios what we do so we have an ongoing campaign it's all homebrew mm-hmm. so we do rotating dms so we have we essentially are a part of an army and then i'll dm and then dave will dm next week mm-hmm. and then mark will dm and our characters will essentially go on autopilot they won't rp they're not using mm-hmm. abilities they're just if there is a fight those characters will fight and mm-hmm. that is it they will so, do the logical thing that they we know that they would do yeah absolutely and, right, yeah, yeah. Right. The, this guy's gonna do the best he can to help out in the fight and we are hilariously bad at almost murdering slash actually murdering our, our own, own characters, characters. <laughs> yeah. mark, mark physically mark actually murdered yeah, i did, he did. But I we were talking about, about it. it we were talking about it and like as a dm as a dm you can't help but to make your scenario the way you like to play mm-hmm. you Absolutely. can't help it you mm-hmm. can't help it because that's what you think was gonna yeah. be fun so for my scenarios i definitely like more dungeon crawls mm-hmm. and more action and fighting mm-hmm. dave does more rp and we're actually talking we think you do the best mark because you do a perfect like mix of the both so everybody's like having a good time so but that's how our group does it so for them today like they the only taste they really got and this wasn't a me homebrewing it was mm-hmm. me playing from a like a scenario in a book mm-hmm. but it just happened to be a dungeon crawl so that's what they got. So when we make a story, we don't do a lot of traps. We don't do a lot of stuff like that. And Wizards of the Coast is like nefarious for like you, there's oh, traps right, everywhere. Right. So so Amber and Candy played their their Hilda favorite, and Tilda. Hilda and no Hilda and Tilda. Oh, is this the two headed? Uh, so it's a two headed. They did a two headed <laughs> half orc. They did a two headed oh, half orc. They brought her back. So mm, right nice. in the beginning. So this is like obviously not adventure league legal. Like this is no. not gonna play. So they're both ba- they're both playing one character with two heads, and so they roll between each other each other to see who attacks. It's just a crazy thing, but we don't care. It's it's really fun. It, so, in reality, it handicaps them. Like, oh yeah, it makes it way harder. We're a to play. weaker party because they're a part instead of, of it. playing. Two Two characters, they are playing uh, two characters with one body. <laughs> two characters, one body. So right hilarious. off the bat, right off the bat, um, they were in a room and they're checking a door. And Candy leans in her character's head to listen through the door to see anything. <laughs> and that activates a needle trap. 
which literally just <laughs> sticks her in the face. Like the needles just stick. And I, 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 watching her do it, and I know what's going to happen because it's like hilarious. So she just like leans in, and I'm like, okay, roll this like uh, DC. And she fails, and I'm like, you got stuck in the face with needles. Sorry, man. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You checked for a trap with your face. <laughs> So found she it. found it, though. Yeah, she yeah, did she found it. it. So she's the only one that took damage. Mm-hmm. But oh, I man. did learn first level characters are extra squishy. No, ma- They're just fighting giant rats, and I'm just like dropping them with giant rats. Oh, like, it's yeah. crazy. It yeah. has been so long since I played a first level character, and I would like to not do it again. But at the same time, like I 100% was in on what we were doing. Yeah, you had like, no choice. Like, we needed to play first level characters. Yeah. Like yeah. As, a, as players that have been playing for a while, it's easy for us to like, let's start a 10th level character or whatever. Or at least third. Or yeah, or, yeah whatever, where you get your specialization. Yeah. But like you cannot bring new players in and say, no. hey, try this like 10th level character. Here's <laughs> I mean, nine pages of stuff you need to learn about your character. Mm-hmm. Dude, the long running campaign we have, we're all what, eight level characters now, eighth level characters. Mm-hmm. Even that sometimes gets confusing for me right and i've played that character since level one yeah i forget how to play my own character but it was it was good it was a good experience not only for them but i think for me also just learning how to how to like, talk te- about how it. to talk right. about mm-hmm. and and if we get new players to play now i have some idea how to teach them how to play the game mm-hmm. which is a huge benefit because this was kind of a disaster right in the beginning and it was our fault yeah like, absolutely. we could have done it better but we could I, have taught better. i'm just like looking in the player's handbook and like where where do i start like telling people like right it's like a 200 page book and you're just yeah, like i don't what know what kind of character do you want to be here's 90 pages of spells like pick 20 of them good luck <laughs> <laughs> enjoy i guess i'll tell you how to cast them later yeah <laughs> and tomorrow i have the opportunity for the first week of a new uh, board game club that's mm-hmm. starting in a local high school right now, near me um, and it's the teacher that's starting it asked me if I'd come and help work with it. And uh, so I dropped some games off tonight for him to look at and, and bring tomorrow when I go meet him. And he said, if you're interested, some of the kids are really into the idea of maybe dabbling in D&D. And I just spent all day today yeah. doing exactly that with Dan. Did you say there is no dabbling? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, man, I learned a lot today about a we need to be better at this. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting. Like so many people that are younger nowadays are getting more into board games, into D and D. Yeah, it's into, way more mainstream than it used to be. Yeah, things that aren't just sit in front of a screen. And I think it's awesome. I, I think our generation is so used to screens, it's not the novelty that it was for the previous generations. Right. So mm-hmm. we're getting we more grow up with it. Like, yeah. We're we're getting back into let's sit around a table and stare at each other. Yeah. We, which <laughs> I, I which I like sometimes. Yeah, unless it's Mark. Unless it's Mark. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I want yeah. to see his sweets. Yeah, that clears, actually. <laughs> yeah, I want to see his sweets. <laughs> uh, so we really wanted to end the uh, episode by just talking about one of our favorite yeah. board games of all time. This is actually really hard because uh, the oh, there's whole, so many. And it, the funniest part, so we were talking about it a little before, and then Mark starts mentioning some board games, and I was like, maybe that's my favorite <laughs> yeah, board game. No, like, maybe that's my too. favorite game. <laughs> so I, I, I have to narrow it down. And so what I this is also the game I own like the most of. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything, but it's just like what I have a bunch of. So my, for my favorite game of all time for today, <laughs> it, it is Arcadia Quest. Oh, so, so Arcadia Quest yeah. from Simon Games. It is I, I just love the leveling up. I love the minis. I love the three characters. The, so you have a little clan. Characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. you have three characters. You have you're doing these missions. It doesn't have to be uh, player versus player, but like it always turns into it, player it versus is. player, <laughs> despite like whether it needs to be or not. Let's say you have a friend group and you yeah. guys are really getting along yeah. and mm-hmm. you're loving playing games together. And you say, you know, what we could use in our lives a reason to really hate each other. Yeah. This game, this is game for will you. do it. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. it's a real friendship. That, despite that. 
I love this game. Oh, it's so and much fun. This game of all of my games is the game that I get most upset over. And it's I mean, it's still a game in the end, so I'm not gonna fly off the oh, handle. Yeah. But when you're trying to do something and someone kills your characters <laughs> for absolutely no reason. They don't even get anything from it. They don't get anything. Yeah, they don't benefit. Their only reason is, well, I don't want to waste my turn. Right. Yeah. I had an attack at the end of this move yeah. action. I'm so, going to attack so they just kill, and <laughs> And you get so mad at them. And then two turns later, you do that exact same thing <laughs> to someone else. Like, I don't understand this game. Like, But it's like emotional swings in this game yeah. are crazy. Yeah. It brings out the worst in us oh my for gosh. sure. We've played all three, uh, just the, the base game, B. Beyond the Grave and um, oh, Inferno. Was, yeah, Inferno. Us three and someone... Who, who played Andre. the... Candy Andre. played one scenario oh, with oh, us. Oh, yeah, you guys Andre. played... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We played Inferno with Candy and then I think Andre with the other two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way this game works is you have a campaign you're playing across. Mm-hmm. So you have your guild of three characters and you're trying to do whatever the overarching quest is. So each of the, the campaign has whatever... Eight six, or ten yeah, scenarios. Eight or ten scenarios. And uh, that all builds up to this final scenario. So I don't care how many scenarios you win throughout the game. If mm-hmm. you kill the final boss, you are the winner. <laughs> you are and Mark, the winner. And Mark against us is undefeated. It's ridiculous. Yes. For killing this final boss. So but, the, the but first not game, well. Not well. So the first game. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I got the job done. <laughs> so, I got the job done. <laughs> so the first game we played, the based Arcadia Quest game we played, uh, Dave and I are pretty much splitting the scenarios. We like yeah, we, we, we go got back and down. forth on who wins. <clears throat> Notice that we're splitting them. Mark did not win, win a single scenario. scenario. So nope. as we're going not in, one. <laughs> we get to the final boss, and I was using a character called Spike, who when he gets attacked, he could actually end up doing damage to the boss. Mm-hmm. So the boss is doing hitting me, but I'm just doing all this damage to him. He ends up killing my guy. The boss had like two or three hit points left. Mm-hmm. Mark was right there. Hey-o. So his next turn, he just kills the boss. That is the end of our campaign. Yep. Like Mark, <laughs> Mark has killed wins. it. So then they rate your performance <laughs> in the end. <laughs> they rate your performance based on all these things. How many certificates you get, how all these things. Yeah, your titles. Your, your titles yeah. and all these, how many scenarios you won, all this. Most gold. So, right. So there's like like amazing victory, all these things. And then the very last one, which Mark received, mm-hmm. it just says hollow victory. It says you win, but no other clan respects yours and everything yeah. falls back into chaos. Because he just walked. And I, I'm like. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't matter, still counts. Yes, yeah, yeah, still counts. And so I obviously upset at that. So we played. Uh, a long time later we got beyond the grave and mm-hmm. we we're playing that and a very similar thing except for this time mark did much better winning scenarios he was he actually won like two yeah, right? he yeah, was actually yeah. winning some scenarios which is is fine and then when he won <laughs> which that is fine which is fine <laughs> which is good and fine it's fine <laughs> for mark i guess so so as we're going on this the same thing happens like we beat the crap out of this boss and then mark just sneaks up and like kills him with one last hit and yeah. it wasn't a hollow victory no but it was close it was like the it was next like, one yeah. it was like minor then, yeah. then the third campaign uh, we played was with Candy. It was right, just the three just of the us. Three, Dave, Candy, and I. And so we were playing through, and Candy, you could actually get other characters in this one. You could like you're uh, getting like angels. angels, oh, and they're like these cool. slightly extra powerful. Like there's, it was super fun. Super That's awesome. pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it's great. And of course, it's Simon, so it's like a thousand minis, and they're yeah. all so cool, yeah. good looking. So we get to the very end. Candy does not yeah. save a single angel. She does not win a single scenario. Take a wild guess yeah. who won the game. Yeah, kills the last boss. <laughs> probably Trying someone. To- probably someone who's really smart to strategize and wait till the very end to make her move. Also, if I had to guess. Also, let me tell you why I don't like playing this game with Candy because oh. we'll be we'll be out doing our thing and then I'm out of I'm out of actions and then uh, Candy's character is just standing there asking <laughs> to be killed and so so I kill it. For uh-huh. no reason other than to kill it. And I'm like, oh, got her good. And she's like, ah, no big deal. I'll just respawn him over here. And I don't like that she doesn't get upset 
<laughs> I just killed her character. I want her to feel the rage that yeah. wells up yeah. within the rest yeah. of us. Yeah, like it's irrational rage. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? I'm you... definitely going to do it to someone else, yeah. but like, I don't want you to do it to me. So, it, I mean, but it, yeah. just everything all together, that is my favorite. Like, that is my favorite game. Just everything. And the, I love the leveling up system. Like, you take the money and then you're essentially doing. You go uh, shopping. You go shopping. Mm-hmm. So, you are picking cards out and you're passing other cards drafting. to different. Yeah, you're card drafting, you're passing cards to other players. You, you could only buy a couple of these things. Mm-hmm. And then you're just building your engine, trying to make your characters better. It's just, I, I just love this game. It, it is a well put together game. I will say, yeah. um, if you cannot get a consistent group to play with you, then it's, it's, it's hard, unplayable. Yeah. It's like, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've uh, each scenario in and of itself takes at least two hours with setup. It's a long. That's the biggest and thing. Setup is so obnoxious. setup takes so long in this game. It just it kind of drags it. It doesn't mm-hmm. drag it down, but it is it is a barrier to entry. Like if you can mm-hmm. if you can get together for about five hours, you can maybe play two scenarios. two scenarios. Yeah, which but I it, feel like is all your relationships can handle. Yeah, you don't, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You don't, don't want to play. You don't want to overdo. You don't want to play more quest. than two scenarios. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go. Who I was gonna say? Can we just go? tell my favorite arcade quest story? Oh yeah, for of sure. Oh yeah, I know exactly what story. Oh man! So we're playing with Andre. It was the se- the first campaign we yep. ever played, and Andre had uh, a character with cleave. So basically, he could hit every character around him as long as he yeah, rolled everyone one. Everyone that was like adjacent. Yeah, to yeah her him. name was Diva. <laughs> so Andre walks over with Diva, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of his uh, move action, he literally didn't have anything to do, so he just decided to attack Mark. Now he had already killed Mark's one of Mark's characters once, and once you do that, you, you get, get a one co- gold you coin. You get gold coin, and you, you get, get a victory, it's like an objective. Uh, like objective, yeah. yeah. And that's it. It doesn't matter how many times you kill someone else; you get nothing for it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so Andre attacks Mark because he rolled. So there's basically exploding dice. So mm-hmm. if you roll a crit, a six on a d six, yeah. basically, then not only does it count as a hit, but you get to get another dice and, and roll, roll that, that one, one as well. Yeah. So you can end up with just strings of attacks that uh, get insane. I'm, I'm getting mad just thinking Andre about it. Andre ends up rolling the most crits we've ever seen. An ever. insane amount. Like he was using all the dice in the game. We we had to start using uh, damage, like health tokens, just to keep track holders. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. to keep track of how many it's not damage. And you, you have like 12 dice or something mm-hmm. insane. So he kills in one swing all three of Mark's characters. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he gained nothing. He gets nothing from it. <laughs> yep. and, and it totally... It totally destroys your strategy because now you have to go back to the starting spot. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what's near your starting spot. Nothing. 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 And it <laughs> yeah. takes you Nothing. forever to move because you, when you're act, when it's your activation, you activate one guy. Oh, yeah. Of your three dudes. So Mark is now back in his starting area and he can activate one guy. And mm-hmm. if someone dies, you can respawn them next to an existing live character. Right, who's out on the field So somewhere. by killing all three of Mark's characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, never, I've never seen Mark more upset. Mark died inside that day. Yeah, I've Mark's never yes, been the same. I'm a different person now. <laughs> I've never seen him more upset. Andre was having a great time. He thought it was the best thing he's ever oh, seen. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Mark get truly mad in yeah. my life. It's amazing. He's Canadian. He's yeah. just the nicest just, guy. <laughs> Not true. Yeah. <laughs> Not after that day. It was um, uh, yeah, not after I, the incident. Anytime I think about Arcadia Quest, like I can't help but think about oh, that. Oh, and yeah, then, that's a that's a running joke for us. This game is broken because I believe that's what I said. So that is exactly. So we play that. So anytime anything happens in literally any board game we play, someone will say this game is broken. And whether it's a, it's it is a joke. whether yeah. it is or yeah, not, yeah, like yeah. yeah, this game is broken. But it absolutely came from that moment. Mm-hmm. Mark, guys, all die. This game is broken. Yeah, I got stupid point. I got attack. real red in the face, and then I started sputtering, and then I think I landed on this game is broken yeah <laughs> it's amazing the most amazing thing i've ever seen i love it yeah. oh, anyway arcadia yeah. quest yeah arcadia quest my, my number one game for this week hey Play space arcadia quest is coming out soon star quest well i mean yeah like april 
soon soon for Simon. I I am getting I am getting should be within the next couple weeks Arcadia Quest Riders, mm. which is the one where it comes with mounts and you put your Arcadia Quest figures inside the mount, oh, which yes. is another game we That's can hate cool. each other for. Oh yes, oh yes, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> now soon. I can hate you on a mount. Yeah, I, I hate you <laughs> while riding a dolphin. <laughs> a dolphin? I, I, yeah, I don't know. So all right, so uh, who wants to go next? I don't care. Uh, I'll go no. next. <laughs> My favorite game of all time of the week is Spartacus. Oh, Blood and Sand. Yeah. Decapitation. Decapitation. Gale Force Nine. Gale Force Nine. Games. Gale Force Nine. Yeah, good, it's out of print. Pool. It's out of print. I know. I was looking for it because uh, I love that game so yep. much. I would buy it. But you could buy it for a great expensive. deal online, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I can't pull the trigger. So uh, that game is three games in one, which yeah. is part of why it's fun. And none of the games on their own are that great. No. Together with a group of friends, yep. that is one of the yep. best games. It is, it is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, that's for absolutely. sure. Um, definitely a lot of fun. It's a, you know, we talked about betraying your friends. So it that basically is... starts with almost like a, like a Munchkins S mechanic where you've all got uh, scheme cards. Cards. <laughs> you're, well, you're a Dominus. Well, we should say that this is based on the, the Stars show. television this, show. Yeah, 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 this is not your uh, old movie. This, oh yeah, uh, what, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. This has no uh, Charlton Kirk Heston. Douglas. Oh, oh, okay. is it? Is that true? I, I think so. I don't have any way to check that. Nope. I mean, I have the internet, but, but I'm not so. gonna. I don't have enough. Care <laughs> and the reason to I know that. this is because uh, they had a prosthetic penis on uh, the show that they referred to as Kirk Douglas. Really. Mm-hmm. You mean really? on the star on the show? Star on the star show. show. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That's something new every day. Uh, yeah, I, think I didn't even need it. It was because to... it was roughly the size of Kirk Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't... <laughs> I didn't even have to know that. But yeah. Now, now I do. The okay. star show is, you know. is very rated R. Oh, yeah. Oh, lots of nudity and tons of violence. It is not for the weak of heart like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, it was too bloody. I couldn't even make it through the show. But the game is a blast. So you play as a Dominus. Mm-hmm. So you basically own a mixture of gladiators and slaves and you are scheming against the other dominuses domini i think i don't domini know. sounds right but sure. it doesn't mean anything it is no. it could yeah be. i would I'd probably go with dominus <laughs> so you're scheming against although, them. I, I, although i go for sweets yeah so <laughs> <what> do <laughs> i know yeah you don't have a lot of credibility this show yeah. oh man <laughs> the show where mark loses credibility yeah <laughs> that's the title <laughs> so uh you you go ahead and play these scheme cards but you have to have a certain amount of clout and that has a name it uh, is influence. 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 Yep. To be allowed to play different schemes, but you can <laughs> like bribe that, people. I like that you thought of clout, but <laughs> <Right>? not influence. <laughs> this is a lot about Dave, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Even I don't understand how my brain works. <laughs> um, so you can go ahead and play these, but you, uh, you'll need other dominuses to uh, add their influence to your influence to be able to play a lot of these cards. Mm-hmm. So you bribe them as you do. You can bribe them with anything you want. You can bribe yeah. them with a slave. You can bribe them with a gladiator, or most commonly with gold, gold. or with promises, with promises of future help that may or may not. Yeah, which you yeah. that's like the best part of this game. Like, you can promise whatever you want, and then you could just be like, nah, never mind. Nah, I changed my mind. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you won't be trusted after that. Yeah, but, but you but can. I also don't trust anyone in general that in that true. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the first phase of the game, is basically that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The second Scheming. phase is buying things. Yeah, Market the marketplace. Phase. The marketplace has like a hidden bid mechanic. Mm-hmm. So there would be a face down cards. You flip one card over, everyone has their money hidden. And you put X amount of coins in your hand and you place your hand mm-hmm. uh, in a fist and face down and you put it out in the middle of the board. Then everyone reveals their amount of they bid and whoever gets it gets it. And the price is put right on the card. Yep. And you always pay way more than that price. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> everyone's bidding. Because yes. everyone's trying to drive up the price. Yeah. It's, and, and it's so like irrational. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do I need this spear? Yeah, I've no I bid idea. 10 for it. Yeah, Who you knows? can buy, you can buy like, uh, there's uh, slaves, what? handmaids, slaves? Yep. there's uh, body slaves. Body men. 
Um, yeah, the there's... slaves are basically a gold generation mechanic at mm-hmm. the start of every round, but then they also some the better slaves will have special abilities on top of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. they can heal. You your can gladiators look at the marketplace. Hurt. Yeah, you yep. can look at stuff in the marketplace. Um, there's you can buy gladiators. Mm-hmm. There's weapons. There's all kinds of stuff that you can buy in the market. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's all. I mean, it's a ton of stuff. It's great. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. So that is. So the marketplace you bid, you buy like four or five things, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then the very va- very last thing is you bid on hosting the games. Mm-hmm. So if you are the host of the games... Honor to the host. Honor to the host. <laughs> you get... Not only... You get a victory point, which is... Influence. 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 First so you, to 12 influence just wins. Wins. So that mm-hmm. is essentially your victory points. It also is how you do schemes. Like that is mm-hmm. your generator for mm-hmm. schemes. So you get an influence for hosting the games and the benefit, you also decide who fights in the games. Yeah. You don't decide what gladiators fight, but you in, you decide what house fights. Mm-hmm. You decide who you invite. You invite the Dominus. Mm-hmm. You invite the Dominus, and the, if the Dominus turns you down, they lose influence. Yeah, because right. obviously you don't say no you don't to the game. No you don't say no to that. You don't say no to the host of the games. Right. Yeah. So the best, honor to the host. The, honor to the, honor host. the host. So the best thing about that is if you have an awesome gladiator, you can put him out there and mm-hmm. force someone to fight him. Or you can, what happens most of the times, is you can get money from other people that want to fight in the game. Hey, mm-hmm. Dan, I have an awesome gladiator. I'll give you five gold if you let me fight in the game. And then I will say, uh, yes, I will take that. Is there anyone else that wants to fight uh, Dave? And if everyone goes, no, I don't want to fight that gladiator, I will say, too bad, Mark. You will be <laughs> fighting that gladiator. Right. But then Mark can say, no, no, no. I will give you five gold to not invite me to the mm-hmm. game and invite someone else. And then, okay, I'm Another, fine with that. Yep. Another fun thing you can do is just throw out a slave. Throw out a slave. You yeah, can you know, fight I, one of I your I don't want to lose an important gladiator of mine who right. may be injured or may be on his way to becoming champion. Dave has Crixis or whoever, mm-hmm. and Mark has has starting gladiator who's not going to fare too well. Oh, yep. no. His name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve the gladiator. <laughs> He's, it's, it's actually pronounced Stevenus. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, He's 5'8", 143 pounds. Yeah. He has a comb over. He's had this. <laughs> <laughs> he picked up this sword yesterday for the first time. For the first time. <laughs> hey, you're gonna and you're gonna duel the champion. Good luck to yeah. you, fine sir. Uh, hey there, lads. Sorry, I was expecting pitchforks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you, Mark doesn't want to waste Steve the Gladiator on this. He wants to keep his Gladiator, so he could just throw a slave out there. Mm-hmm. And the slave can also fight. The slave's technically got a chance, <laughs> true. but it's not going to do not that good. well. Yeah, it's not going to do well. So then, as you hear, uh, only two Dominuses get to fight. Mm-hmm. And we play this game with five and six people. Yeah, But... Everyone else, it's including great. who's Greatest in it, part. Hey, gets uh, to gamble yeah, on the fight. Yeah, I was going to say, Dave, how does everyone stay interested yeah. in what's oh, going on? Oh, man, I don't care if I'm not in that fight. You get to gamble on A. The top of the board is what side's going to win. So yeah. you bet on you know Red one of the two dominoes. Whatever it is. But the bottom of the board, <laughs> you bet on whether they're going to get decapitated or just injured. Yeah, just in, wait, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, it's so much oh. fun. So that <laughs> so decapitation and injury is all based on dice pool. So the dice that your gladiator has to to roll is mm-hmm. also their HP. Mm-hmm. If you get under three, so if I have three HP left, three dice left. And I take one more damage, I'm now injured because I have two dice left. Right. If I lose all of those dice, I have been decapitated. And that guy <laughs> is dead. That's a three to one payout, right? Three to one three payout, to one baby. Payout. Get that money. Decapitation. Yep. And sometimes you like have a good feeling it's going to happen like uh, Slave versus Crixus. Like there's a good chance that yeah. Slave is not going to do well and he might just get decapitated. You never know. That's the best part. Is like We've you never seen know. some weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that the slave's not going to win. I'm not going to. Oh yeah. I'm not. But I know. That, is he going to get decapitated? <laughs> like, like is he just going to get injured? Like he's got a bum leg now. And it is. It is <sighs> something. It is a sight to behold when you have six grown men around <laughs> just... a board screaming at each other about whether or not someone's going to get decapitated. Right. 
Yeah, it, it, it has led to some of the funniest oh, exchanges I think in our ridiculous. game. It's ridiculous. And that so that those three sections is one round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you do it all again. Yep. And you just keep going around until you get whatever 12 victory yeah. points, I think. Mm-hmm. 12 uh, influence. Influence, yeah. <laughs> clout. <It's> clout. clout. <laughs> 12, 12 mini clout. Yeah, and each each like Dominus plays totally differently. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like, yeah, they, they all have, have their special abilities. Mm-hmm. But it's like one or two special abilities. Like it's not game breaking by any means. And right. depending on what Dominus, we've even had people win and never once use their special ability. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It kind of just depends. I think when I won, so I won, when we all went to Gen Con, there was like six of us playing. And I mm-hmm. won the first game. It went until like four in the morning. We're all tired. Who cared like how it played and the only reason i won is um i didn't use my special ability i just kind of like sat back and like gradually built up and then in the end i like ended up becoming uh, hosting the games Mm -hmm. and then winning a fight in the games which also gets you like the last and that's how i won pretty legit way to win yeah i well my power was like negate someone else's power and poor dave was sitting next to me and i was normally like the last player Mm -hmm. so literally the only person i can negate power was dave because he was just like just where he sat (laughs) turn order screwed me so bad yeah and i wasn't gonna not use my power so i was just like well dave you can't use your power this round so i too never used yeah it was really just like neither one of us had a power (laughs) yeah because i just got rid of was that a was that the game where i was all like abs yes that was the game about that yeah uh Mark decided to generate money through <laughs> I, slaves. I played it like a game. Euro game. Yeah, he, he didn't want to fight. He yeah. had like two gladiators, but he had all this income coming from the, like from the slaves. Fifteen slaves at the end. Yeah, yeah, I and, wasn't proud. And then the, we played. <laughs> so we went to Gen Con, surrounded by like all these brand new games, and we played Gladiator twice, uh, Spartacus Spartac twice. twice. Mm-hmm. And the second game, I made a ton of threats, and I could not get any money, so I didn't have any way to back them up. But it's I was hilarious. making those threats. I was just like, <laughs> and people were like denying me things, and I was like. You will pay, and no we one ever paid. Did. Yeah, no one ever paid. <laughs> Everyone's really safe. It yeah. was good, but the, I, I can't. I can't. Argue, I mean, it's one of my favorite games. Yeah, oh, yeah. like I said, it's definitely like every time we play it, I just have such a good time. It's such a blast. Yep. I, I have no. Like, yeah, this game is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. Love it, Dave. What is your favorite game this week? Uh, my favorite game <laughs> this week. I like that we're just admitting. Like, yeah, favorite game week. of all time this week. Yeah, uh, Zaya. Mm-hmm. So it's called oh, Zaya Legends yeah. of a Drift System. And right. Terrible I mean, name. Giant space nerd. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So the fact that I just get to have my own little spaceship and fly around and do stuff. Awesome. So, uh, this game. Game is a ton of fun. It's just made by one guy, Cody. Oh, I'm. I feel so bad. I forget his last name. McClintock. I think sure. his name is Zaya. Cody Zaya. Cody Neither Zaya. Of those are Legend of a Drift System. Uh, but it's he, helpful. So it's just Cody a, Drifter. Cody <laughs> Drifter. Are we close? No. Uh, uh, it's just a guy who made a game himself. Like it's not a big publishing house or anything. And so I kickstarted this a while ago. And all of the the ship minis um, are fully painted. Yeah, they're yep. like little plastic minis. They're already painted, which is cool. Oh, all the so components cool. are really nice. And Metal every coins. Yeah. Yeah. Metal coins. Oh, I love mm-hmm. metal coins. And every ship is completely different. And so the way you play it is you start with a very small grid, a couple hexagons mm-hmm. of space. Some of them will be planets. Some of the planets are neutral or good or evil. And so you'll you'll start. And then as you move on uh, through space, you explore out the board. I always love games where you get to explore out the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you go around and you basically end up seeing how the board's going to get laid out that particular game. Your ship as much as you have your little ship on the table, you have a ship cart. Every ship comes with its own little power. And the way it works is it looks like Tetris pieces are all of your upgrades, which I thought was is just such a neat mechanic. So mm-hmm. let's say that you want uh, a shield and some blasters and an engine. Missiles is the only other thing you can get. There's right. only four upgrades. Uh, but then there's like three levels of each of these things. And so how it works is all of them are different shapes. And so you're basically trying to get to a point where, uh, oh, it's Cody Miller. 
Cody, Cody Miller's Miller. His name. We were pretty close, Mark yeah. and I. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to a point where um, you can only <laughs> fit so much on your ship. So you cannot have a brokenly strong ship. Either right. you've got great shields, but your engines and your weapons aren't that great, or you know you're really really fast, but you know can't shoot anything. So like the way you have to do it. You cannot have a brokenly powerful ship. It, it's really fun to try to figure out what combinations. And the ships you all have get. special abilities mm-hmm. too, which like differentiate them from each other. And then you don't buy new ships; you upgrade your current ship to the next to another level of ship. So there's three tiers of ships, and each tier has a entire new set of ships. So you get the new board, so it'll have some extra uh, cargo slots for you to equip stuff in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll have a new power, but you still keep your old power. Because the premise is you've upgraded your ship. You didn't buy a different ship. Um, So obviously you get better and bigger throughout the game. But one of my favorite things about it is you win by victory points. And there are a dozen ways Mm. to get victory points. There's all sorts of different missions you can go get from a ton of different mission objectives. You you pick a card and then it has you do all sorts of fun things. Um, You can shoot people. There's a couple NPC (laughs) ships you can shoot. Uh, There's like like the Enforcer. It's a cop ship. Yeah. And like a merchant ship. Mm-hmm. And a merchant ship. The merchant ship, man, that's valuable, but you shoot it down, you're going to get a bounty on your head. Yeah. That cop's chasing you down. It's like Space Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a pirate. <laughs> like, are you, do you have a bounty? Oh, pirate doesn't care about you. Yeah. Are you good? Are you just a wonderful merchant? Oh, that right. pirate's coming for you. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun to just go around and realize there's so many paths to victory. You can just straight have enough money and buy a victory point. And then as you go along the victory point tracker, you hit points where group objectives come out that are also not only worth victory points, but give you upgrades. So mm-hmm. there's just so much to it. You're just flying around space and maybe you're shooting people and maybe you're trading. Maybe you're doing missions. Maybe you're whatever it is. Any game that gives you multiple paths to victory A, I think it's more fun because do whatever you want. But Mm -hmm. B, also you can change your own path. So because you can just buy and sell different ship parts, you could be a merchant for some of the game and then suddenly just buy a bunch of missiles. I don't have any shields, man, but I can blast someone (laughs) out of the sky. I'm going to go shoot Dan because I feel like it It, right now. It's very, uh, I guess I should say Wasteland Express is very reminiscent Uh, of Zaya. Where it's like, hey, you just, you know, float around, do your own thing. thing. I love it. The other players can affect you, but like normally not. Like, and the board gets really big. Mm -hmm. So you can go a lot of different places. I only have two, like two, my two major issues with this game. And one is like the way I play is I spend (laughs) a lot of time exploring. So I'm like, I better see what that next thing is. It doesn't benefit me. I just mm-hmm. want to see it. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just jump over there. I'll see more. Uh, maybe I should see more. And t- I should be doing things to help me win, but I'm not. I'm just looking at more stuff. And my this is my biggest complaint with the game, but I guess they fixed it in the t- expansion. Yeah. The way some of the cards come out, like the map comes out, if a certain tile where you can get goods comes out really close to a planet where you can sell those goods, you could just shoot back and forth between those and just get a ton of victory points. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You could merchant min-max your way to victory. Right. But yeah. if the, with the expansion, they have like supply and demand. Supply, yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Supply and demand thing, which is like awesome because that's my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's that right there. Like, I guess I could just I'll go pick this up. Now I'll go just drop it off. Now I'm going to pick this up and um, and now I've won the game and like did you have fun because I just did this like a bunch right. of time. You can do that but even when it comes up we just don't. Yeah, I don't, we don't find it Well, fun. I don't think that's a fun way to play yeah. like mm-hmm. for me and I I'm not again I'm not one that I don't really care if I win. I want to have a good time and mm-hmm. that is why I like I explore space and then I realize like everyone else has six victory points and I don't have any. <laughs> like, but look at all the stuff I've explored guys. Right. Like I did this map for you and you, you are welcome. You can also explore safely by going to the edge of a tile and <laughs> no, like, like a coward like or, a coward you mean? <laughs> Yeah, you could just fly all mimbly bimbly like straight to the next tile. And one of my favorite things is one of the tiles is 
the sun. Yeah. It's a solar system. It has a sun. If you just fly to the sun, you die. You die. Just, yep. just period. You die. Oh, oh you died. You fly to the, the sun, you idiot. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do in Zaya. Oh, yeah. I've, 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 never, sun. I've never played Zaya and not died a couple times. It's not mm. a big deal. Uh, if you have a level one ship, like it's barely even a yeah, penalty. Yeah, it's, it's, not a it's It becomes a penalty when you get like a level three ship, oh, yeah. and then like now it's an issue. If once you're at a level three ship, like you are pretty close to end game anyway, you're yeah. not too far off. So and you have so many hit points at that point. It's yeah, hard and to you're trying, like mm-hmm. you're trying extra hard not to die anyway because you want to win. Like mm-hmm. I'm, we're close to it. Not yeah. me. I'm exploring. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dan has run out of energy. I have one still level one ship, like flying around, like <laughs> just, like stranded somewhere. Yep. <laughs> guys, help me. I, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost in space. <laughs> no, I like that. We haven't. We haven't actually played with expansion. I actually would really like to. And play I kickstarted the next I, expansion because oh, I just can't. Can't help myself. Mark uh, Mac Miller. What was his name? Cody Mac Miller. Miller. Co- Cody Miller. I like the idea of Mac Miller. <laughs> oh man, making a board game. Well, I mean, bo- oh, I guess not now. But, yeah. Never mind. Not now. But yeah, um, I would. Zach Miller. Yeah, I would. I like Cody, that. Cody Miller. What did I say again? You said Zach Miller. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you know Dan Cody Drifter. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Drifter. What's this dude's name? Oh man, I'm good with names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a sweet episode. Yeah. I like, I like, oh, oh, Mark, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that the truth is out there oh, now. Me too. <laughs> truth, yeah, X Files. Yeah, uh, I, I want to believe. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. So go to our Twitter page. What Twitter? You don't call it a Twitter page, right? You call uh, it like a it's Twitter just account. A handle. Yeah. At, you, at random pod and at no, sorry, at random draw pod. Go to at random draw pod and. Yeah. Follow, follow us, follow. not because you don't like Twitter. You follow it. Yeah. Or you can also like it. Can I you? mean, I'm not here to judge your. I don't. Oh, I mean, habits. like, I mean, like, can you click like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, think I don't know anything about follow. Twitter. Oh, you follow. You just okay. hit follow. Just follow us. Go to Somebody Twitter. Somebody follow us. I, it's follow very us. lonely. It's me and me. I'm the only one following. <laughs> following us. at random oh, draw no. pod right now. <laughs> oh no. Uh, to check make us, a Twitter. Account. Check us yeah. out at Instagram at uh, random draw podcast. We have way more than one follower we have like yeah, two, shockingly yeah, so. 250 something and we love you followers. all yeah yeah we've been talking we uh i like that when i post something like i'll post on which one of these games should i get i got like 10 responses like no oh, you should get this game and they were all like valid this is why you should get it. and the one of the games was like viticulture and i and my I my can't wait to play that i know well i didn't get it yet but my wife my wife saw this post on instagram she's like so offended that uh, like groups of nerds want to want me to play viticulture. <laughs> She's like, you just go out and buy a vineyard. Like you could actually run a vineyard. You don't have to play a game. Both. And I'm just like, I'm trying to explain to her. Like, no, I mean, you can't. Like, you can't just start a vineyard. I mean, I could also create technology and go out and fly a spaceship, but I'm not gonna. Say, yeah, you actually live not too far away from a vineyard. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. A number you of could, vineyards. You could get a part time job at the vineyard. And she was really against it. But <laughs> how many victory points is my part time job worth? But she, I, she loves. I tell you this. She loves drinking wine. Her new thing is drinking wine from a can i don't know if that's in viticulture oh wow but maybe in the can expansion wine? yeah she really likes it all right yeah she's really into it uh so anyway you can see the appeal yeah i, I don't know it's fine i don't Seems i like don't if you're an alcoholic on the go yeah i don't say, i don't say too much i just let things happen now we're married now i just let things happen so uh again follow us on instagram uh and shoot us some emails if you have any questions at random drop uh no no at don't do that. Shoot us an email. <laughs> Shoot us an email, randomdrobpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, just we'll talk about it on the show. We don't get an email. So yeah. if you send an email, I bet we'll talk about oh, what you say. Oh, 100%. Unless it's something real weird. Yeah. And then we'll still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, then we'll say, well, you got the weirdest email this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. If you write a weird email, we're going to talk about you are, it. I might not give specifics, but I will say, like, I got, check this out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, uh, you know, rate and review. 
Right in a, thank you, Mark. I, I, yeah. Mark may not know anything about <laughs> I, listen, I don't. I don't know what you call groups of cards. Yeah, but darn it, he knows. But I know what love is. Yeah. So check us out. Check us out on uh, on. Uh, oh my goodness, I, I can do this. I can do this. One. Okay. Check <laughs> us out on iTunes, on um, Stitcher, on Podbean, on what's that one you like? Overcast. Overcast. And we actually this week just got on to Google Play Music, so we're on Google Play Music also. Uh, a couple more episodes will be on Spotify. Woohoo! Apparently. Woo-hoo. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks yeah. or whenever. Yeah. I don't like to judge when we do this. Game over, man. Game over!